So late night thoughts, it is now 3.23, which is when I usually be getting up. However, I've been up since about 12 or so. Not necessarily because there's things on the mind, but sometimes you got to do a mind dump. You have to do a mind dump in order to rest the mind. First of all, I read a um, tweet from GoFundMe, which kind of speaks to the nature of what's going on right now with people's finances. It, basically, what they said was, you know, GoFundMe was started to, you know, to, to start projects, to fund projects. It had nothing to do with getting people basic necessities, because that's what it's turned into surgery, groceries, basic necessities, bills. But that's what it's turned into. And that is a problem because it means systems have failed. And I don't want to hear no pick yourself up by the bootstraps bullshit. It is a failure, it's a systemic failure, the end. So when GoFundMe put that out, one can be, and I can be as cynical and pessimistic as anybody else. They're trying to get ahead of a situation, makes them look good. Even though they're also trash with their, I mean, you have to, you have to operate on a model that has fees. So yes, they take their $1 per donation, but point is, they got ahead of it. They look favorably. And to anybody who sees that, which was at the last count a few thousand, that does put some kind of pressure on the public to put pressure on their officials. Also, shout outs to, uh, to Texas right now. I got a WhatsApp message from someone down there. And it's, as you can imagine, everything you've seen online is what's, what was related to that message. So, shout outs to them. Gotta get some dough out to them. This is, when you're so far away from, this is the beauty of, you know, intercommunications online is like, if you're so far away from an issue, the best you can do either see if you got people out there or donate and I know donating is almost a faceless kind of a thing the same way petitioning is but one involves money to direct aid there's, there's a couple I'm saving up for next week a someone needs a home built and I forgot what the other one was. It's marked down. But. You see a project. You see somebody in need. I don't give a fuck. I mean even if GoFundMe is saying. This isn't why we exist. And are, and are calling out the, gov, the gov, federal government of the US. And. 
by proxy Canada. They got a point. <laughs> they have a point. They have a point. It's like, well, I guess this wouldn't happen. But imagine if, I guess it's a side note. Imagine if the, one of these major corporations, one of these few major corporations that ran shit was like, you know what? Fuck what the, the requirements are. We're boosting the minimum wage a bit. Even if it doesn't hit that 15 or 20, which it should be. Takes a stand. Even if it looks like they're coming out swinging to get ahead of an issue to look good. Sometimes things look performative. Maybe in a Ben and Jerry-ish kind of a sense. Sometimes things are performative, but they produce the results that they need to produce. Also, this is actually what I want to talk about when I think about it. Anti-Asian American sentiment going on in the past over a year. The slicing up of old people, the kidnappings. And when I say kidnappings, I'm specifically referring to Dude jacks a car with kids inside, dumps the car, kids are still inside, but for all intents and purposes, that's kidnapping. Now, what did this, this opened up a conversation with tensions that exist between the black and Asian community. Because we all seen the footage of what happened when, I guess when COVID kicked off for real, began the last year and black people were being attacked in China. We've also seen how, especially in the US, black women are treated in some of these establishments. And my thing is always don't support. I mean. If you get attacked at a business by a mob, a little bit more needs to happen. But I won't go down that road because people watch what I say now, apparently. So, <laughs> baseline, don't support the business. And don't give me your money. Not that they need your money because they have their own people support. Well, no, because if you're selling black hair products and no black people come in, yeah, that's the end of that. But back to the anti-Asian anti, anti, uh, American and black relations and the model minority myth and proximity to whiteness as perceived as upwards mobility. You know, my thing is this. I, I have over my lifetime established relations with a plethora of people from plethora of different ethnicities if one of them is getting attacked in a in their establishment or wherever on the street 
I jump in it. What happened in China with with you know Nigerians is facts, but that doesn't change what's happening in front of me. For someone to get sliced up and no one help, for someone for an old lady to get pushed over and nobody help. I mean, that's just embarrassing. That's beyond embarrassing. If we are ever going to perceive, or it's too early. If I'm, if we're ever going to achieve what we perceive to be BIPOC unity and so on and so forth, there's got to be these little steps taken in the interim before it can happen on a, on a macro scale on a micro scale step in on a macro scale who knows but that model minority myth and proximity to whiteness someone came out with a video the video got a lot of flack but the Asian Americans that understood and I guess Asian Canadians understood understood took what took the message for what it was and they're like yeah it's true then there's other people who are butthurt then there are people like me who are for like yo well I'm on record saying sometimes I think BIPOC is a myth but deep down I know it's achievable at least if not this entire generation maybe Gen C I don't know who knows so these things are achievable but if we keep going at each other's throats that's the divide and conquer tactic that is the keep everybody separated tactic and it kind of reminds me of when you know Latino vendors were being targeted last year that caused some friction with the Latino and black community. And Latinos are ready to write off a lot of blacks over that. Now, I don't know where the Dominicans sit in that. <laughs> and I'm saying that for a very specific reason, but I'll leave it alone. So, or the Cubans for that matter. But, leave that alone. You know, The more things that slide and nobody steps in, the more, of course, interracial, I guess, relations. I wasn't. I mean, it border it borderlines interracial relationships, but bo- interracial relations are going to be damaged like none other before, like more than time before. Here's the other thing too. This is the other thing. We don't step in when it counts. It just fuels the fire for further attacks, for further beef, for further targeted attacks. If an entire population of Asian Americans, and I'm using Asian Americans loosely, you know, 
see no help coming from one side that they were not they were already not helping and already sort of looking at sideways what happens when this continues further <laughs> discrimination so you know my personal belief system is it's on site for anybody that goes at old people of all races I, was, I don't want to run up this time here that I have left I got about a few, a few minutes left but I can think of times when you know Asian Canadian specifically Korean grocer from like years ago remembers me because of some because of how we had interactions within her establishment from seven years before that and she's seen me out of context we don't live in the same neighborhood anymore but she remembers because I was there when it mattered nor was I targeting her, of course. So <laughs> you tend to remember the people that do. you remember the people that target you. You also remember the people that were of um, better character. So there's that. Nazi ass, kind of what I'm thinking about right now at 3:30 a.m. AKA my usual wake up time, but or around my wake up time, but it'll be my soon to go to sleep time. Anyway, happy Saturday, folks.